0: Trends in low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing, and I am the Ramathorn to his Rod Farva,
1: Michael Howard. Is it because I have a mustache? It is because you have a mustache. <laughs> I was trying to think of what to say, and then I looked at you and I was like, ah, I got it. Yeah. Car Ramrod. Say
0: Car Ramrod.
1: Say <laughs> Chicken fucker. <gasps> I haven't thought about that movie in a while, and I saw the yeah. sequel like not that long ago. Me neither. We used to, It used to be on Comedy Central all the time, so mm-hmm. I would just catch it at. Like, all the time. Literally any time. pieces. Mm-hmm. Literally all the time.
0: It's was a good one. Michael, how do you how do you like my luxurious mustache? It is... It's a good
1: one, as usual. Yeah, I'm back... It's like... You know, it's part of the reason that I, I don't have a mustache is because people like you just make people like me look like losers.
0: I mean, that's no... That's no
1: reason to not try it out, buddy. You look great. Eh, meh. Meh. I is, like the... I like the couple days scruff. Anything more than that and it becomes bad and anything less than that and it's like... What are you trying to do?
0: Well, so two things. One, I did get my first donation within maybe 10 minutes of posting that I was doing <laughs> November from our super fan, uh, Scrubby Josh. So thank you, Josh, for your very generous thank donation you, sir. to the face of men's health. Um, I am also a little worried. So, Michael, you know, my dad has had a mustache my entire life as far mm-hmm. as I've as long as I've known my dad, he's had his mustache. And so at work, I did like a double whammy. So I've had a beard at my new job for like the entirety of my time there. And then probably like a month ago, I went through like a mini life crisis uh, after work one day and just like shaved off down to stubble. So like I got rid of the beard, but so people could see my face, my, my sweet cheeks. Yep. yep and like, yep. that was shocking to everybody. Yeah. And they're like, Whoa, Mike. Okay. You have, you have like a face. That's weird. uh And I was like, yeah, no big deal. I'm sure it'll be back. And then no less than, I guess it was a month ago. Now I have this mustache and like, Everyone has been like overwhelming, just overwhelmingly, just like, oh yeah, that makes sense on you. I was like, I don't know if I like that or not. Hmm. I mean, it does.
1: It does look like part of your face. I mean, y- yes, that is true. Like some people, they g- get a mustache, even if it's a nice, majestic stash. Like it just doesn't look like it. It looks like you're trying on an outfit. Right. You know, like you didn't live in it. I slip into this like a nice, cozy, comfy oh, yeah. sweater I've
0: had for years. Definitely, it's like
1: it's like the sexy black dinner dress. You know, oh, you know you're gonna look good in it. Everyone's gonna think so. Yeah, and you wear it well. I do look know?
0: like a '70s like Chicago detective. <laughs> <laughs> like at any second, I might be just like wiping mustard out of like eating a hot dog and wiping mustard out of it because like it just looks like that luxurious.
1: Yeah, when we finally. Uh, right direct and start in our buddy cop movie Mm -hmm. you're definitely gonna have to have the mustache
0: i'm comfortable with that yeah yeah i I think the challenge is that during the course of filming because the the one thing i do hate about the mustache is that i have to shave like yeah it sucks right and my neck is just hurting constantly (laughs) my cheeks are just and one of my favorite looks is just like the stubble and mustache, so, but I can't get away with looking just like a fucking lumberjack at my very corporate job, so. The stubble and mustache
1: always reminds me of, uh, what's his name, Jason Lee from-
0: My name is the, Earl. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And again, but he, not a bad look. No, but, I mean, it works. Yeah. It works. Well, Michael, how you doing, buddy? We took a week off for, um, I can't remember if we decided it was for Halloween or pre-Daylight <laughs> uh, Savings Time ending. I just <laughs> was, know we were- pre- It was
1: Daylight Savings Time and we just forgot. We, yeah we we couldn't do it because we lost an hour yeah two or days gained an hour I two guess. days
0: later after the normal episode release time we we gained an hour or we lost gained one.
1: an hour and it was just no i I was traveling okay and um we try we did it once while I was traveling on my terrible mic with like a baby and a dog in the next room mm-hmm. and it was fine, but you didn't have uh, to edit that one, but it was not fine. That was a real, <laughs> that was a real trial, a real, real labor of love. Exactly. And so, you know, I wanted to uh, spare you that.
0: Well, well, thank you.
1: Yeah. But what, you, so. you
0: were had some fun plans. What were you up to that whole that weekend?
1: Ah, last weekend I was in Orlando. I didn't mean that. I don't care about Orlando. Uh, um, but you, you had a you had a. Fun but I went to a I went to a rock dinner show on iDrive and it was incredible. And I've decided that I'm going to quit my job and become a dinner theater performer in Orlando. Do you have a preferred genre genre <laughs> of dinner theater performer? We're we talking medieval you know, times, pirate. No, no, I want to do something where I get to sing and dance. But like, I'm thinking because like the one we watched, it had a. You know, a Prince impersonator. It had a Michael Jackson impersonator. And, like, those people are very good singers. And so you have to be at least a decent singer to impersonate those people. I think
0: I would need to do something like Bob Dylan,
1: maybe. Like a Chad Kroger sort of show? Like dinner a Chad show? Kroger yeah. I could do.
0: Um, yeah, I was going to say, you, you named two artists who are like universally renowned for like their artistic ability. Like a hundred percent, yes. Like, like maybe like a Sum 41 show or oh, something you can really get away yes. with. Yeah. Oh, yes. Okay. Here's the thing.
1: They always have classic rock shows. They have like pop shows with like Madonna mm-hmm. and Britney Spears. There are no mid to late 90s rock dinner shows. Okay. All right. So. We we have we have the Seven Mary Three impersonators. We got some Jimmy, you World. Know, that you got some Jimmy World. We got, right there. Eat World. Collective we got Soul. Uh, Matchbox Twenty. Yeah, Collective uh, Soul and with that mustache, there. you might be able to do Santana. I don't know.
0: Uh, yeah, but that—that's hmm. <laughs> a great point. Uh, that does feel kind of culturally appropriative, <laughs> but. Listen, if I have to do it, I have to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So, so that was, it was wonderful. So what you're kind of positing, Mm -hmm. and like, I think there is certainly a market for this, especially with the Orlando travel crowd. But you're just kind of positing that a, like, any random, like, bar open mic night, the dinner show, you're just going to get like a lot of sublime, like a lot of Santeria and Matchbox 20. (laughs) Well, so the thing is, is like, the show was fine.
1: The show was, the show was fun. Over the top, Orlando. Basically, it's like it's like the theme park of dinner shows, but the the food was bad. Weird. The drinks were bad. Like, I feel like it wouldn't be that hard to make a a hipster version of a dinner show, like a hipster version of an Orlando dinner show that actually had like craft beer and like
0: fancy pizzas. I feel like if you, like a short lived one would be like a pop up. I think Michael I think the name of this like pop-up dinner and like mo- like show is just All-Star mm. and it's just every single variation you can cram into an hour long show of All-Star but it's XYZ.
1: And it will open for that show. We will open for that show. We'll have a live tilp that opens for the show. Food by Guy Fieri. obviously I'm just saying like the dinner the dinner theater is a lost art and the only places that do it are these shitty places on iDrive and I feel like people would go to it like who doesn't want to go and eat dinner and see a show I will say
0: I so I went to medieval times for the first time up here in Atlanta I took my nephew I
1: still have never been
0: Uh, I mean I it was fine but like (laughs) I didn't Normally, I think the issue is I had to drive forty five minutes outside the city, yep, and then pay sixty dollars a person to go to it, mm-hmm. and like it was fine. Like a bird flew around, and there were swords that, so that was fun. But then, like, and I ate tomato soup, but it was called Dragon's Blood, so I was like, okay, Ooh, neat. But if I could hi. just go to like Midtown Atlanta and see dudes fighting swords and hear like a uh, Smash Mouth play for a while, I'm into that. You're, I think you you've cornered the market. A pop up dinner theater show is, I mean, who says no? I mean nobody, so, but you also you also did uh, I think a little personal theater also <laughs> the did. weekend before.
1: So for for the Halloween, mm. um, where Mischief you sent night. me a wonderful picture of you in your costume. Oh yeah, MacGruber, my, my sweet MacGruber costume. It was very nice. We should post that on the blog or just tweet it out because oh, speak- we're not going to post
0: anything on the blog. S- speaking of my very good MacGruber costume, I w- I do have to say, so at work this week I did um. I was managing – I was, like, the fundraising captain for, like, our internal charity for my, like, department Uh, earlier in the year, and I ran an auction this last week, and to collect the things from the au- – like, to collect payment from the auction site, I had to u- turn my personal PayPal account into a business account. Oh, no. And I didn't know what to put on there, and just I was just like, kind of scrambling to do it. So I just put Good Buddy Media as the business name, not knowing that when people donated to this thing – through PayPal, they have now officially made payments to Good Buddy Media, LLC, um, which I frantically have just been telling people is my freelance company, but just in case any of my co-workers did just Google Good Buddy Media and found this podcast, <laughs> hello to all of our good <laughs> listeners. Please don't report me to HR.
1: Oh, you done, you done beefed it. Yeah,
0: beefed it good and bad and just left, right, and center. So hello, new listeners. Hopefully. I always forget that we have an LLC for this. Um, well, that's another thing we don't technically. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we saw set... one up. No, the, the thing about that is that we told Curtis, or no, Curtis volunteered to do it. And then, much like many things Curtis has volunteered to do as part of this venture, did not actually come to fruition. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, boy. But. How, anyway, the devil's. Yes, night. for Halloween. Uh we rented a house in Michigan mm-hmm. which with some friends from Chicago, which I believe this is the third year we've done it. Um the first year I went as I bought uh a panda, like onesie with a hood. Sure. We bought them all for work, and I think we probably talked about it, but we uh a bunch of people at work we took pictures around our office and posted them and it said pandemonium and it's it odd. was pretty great but so I wore that costume and then somebody else uh our friend who is much smaller than me he also went as a panda and so we reenacted the sneezing panda video
0: which is my favorite
1: video of all time but then last year we did a uh dinner murder mystery which sounds like so much fun it was it was a lot of fun it was very the, the one we did last year was very on rails it was like you sit around you read a script um you kind of get to a conclusion and it was a lot of fun. It was a, it was a good one to start out with. But we got to pick our characters, and there was a mystical fortune teller named Misty Visions. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, she's a porn star on the side. Sounds that nice. <laughs> it immediately like called to me. I Just, was like, yeah, I I want to be Misty Visions so badly. It called to you through the void. So I ordered some some accoutrement on amazon i had a nice flowing skirt i had a nice uh blue blouse with some beautiful like gold bangles on it and stuff nice it was wonderful so uh, i was misty visions and then this year we did a different one which was a lot more just like go out for three hours and talk to each other and try to figure this out yeah and there was a character that was like slightly similar to misty visions and somebody took them and i was like hey you need to get the fuck off my Person because I'm wearing the same costume I can be a different character but I'm gonna be wearing This costume so if you want me to be a butler Wearing this that's fine I have my own thing going that's (laughs) fine (laughs) But so Dinner party you get a list Of things that you're trying to do like obviously You're trying to figure out who the murderer is but you Also have these side things where it's like I was the Mistress of said person who Got murdered Mm -hmm. and I was Supposed to run away with this person so my one of my objectives was to basically not let anyone suspect it. Suspect it was me. Like at right. the end, you didn't want people to suspect it was me. That
0: was one of my goals. And so like hold on, hold on Michael. Not to not to poke holes in this, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I'm stuck in a house and someone's been murdered mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. ongoing murder investigation, I would say my number one goal is to make people not think it was me. like no matter who I am I don't care I don't care if I was the mistress or not that's so that's my number one just like I really hope people don't think it's me and I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure so uh, I don't know why that's a primary like a secondary motivation for you I think it was because the way that the
1: the clues kind of set everything up it looked like one of the ways it could go was that immediately everyone thinks it's me as soon as you find out this piece of information that I was supposed to run away with him and he got murdered at the place we were supposed to meet.
0: Okay, so yeah, all signs point to... to and Misty so, like, dishes. yeah. So,
1: like, you you read it and you're
0: immediately like, well, yeah, that bitch did
1: it. And so, like, that was all I was focused on was like, all right, I need to immediately deflect attention from me. Sure. So, you got naked, so obviously. Yeah. So, <laughs> one of the characters, one of the other characters, she was the person who my my boy was cheating on. Okay. Um. So, okay. So, my first thing was I was going to go to her. And I'm gonna to talk to her, and we immediately became friends. Like we just became best buds. Wow!
0: How could you?
1: I know. Well, I you was like snake cool. in the grass. But she knew that was her secret. My secret was that. Uh, so you you have these secrets and clues that people can get from you by like I was the bartender, so I could ply people with drinks, and they'd have to tell me their secret. Okay. So it's kind of like it's kind of like your if you, for D D, for example, it would be like that's my my skill or whatever, or like sure. I have like a plus five on. You know, plying people with on, drinks on
0: secret getting sure. So her secret was that she knew that I was. So you just running aired, away with him. You just aired the dirty laundry right away, and then you're like, yeah. and you're like, fuck him. I'm glad he's dead. And then you guys just became besties. <laughs> well, then she was
1: like, well, it's okay. I'm cheating on. I was cheating on him with this other dude, anyways.
0: This what a it twisted was, web.
1: It was it was like a soap opera. Okay. But see, I was playing it like a detective novel, but I didn't I didn't realize it was more like a soap opera. So. I made besties with her. I traded all of information. I kept We kept meeting up and giving each other the information that we had. Okay. That bitch turned out to be the murderer. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, she turned out to be the murderer and had the help of one of my other friends, who was the guy that she said she was cheating on the other guy with, but she was only using him. But like I believed them both so wholeheartedly that I convinced everyone else... That it couldn't possibly be them. And I made some up some story about I mu- I didn't make it up, but there was some story about a will and I, I was like, I basically got everyone to blame on this other person.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> and, okay, so you basically gave the murderer all the clues that everyone else had against them. So all they had to do was just like, okay. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, I I I did a bad, I did a very bad, and I uh I got someone else uh
0: you know, accused.
1: It. Yeah, okay. And um let the <laughs> let the killer go free. Uh yeah, it was you know, it was not my finest moment. And
0: look, in my defense. Hey, but Michael, honestly, at that point, that's just the sisterhood watching out for each other. <laughs> like, I mean, her husband was cheating on her and she got good revenge, and you helped her, it was like, fuck it. I don't want her to go to jail. You guys were buds. We were friends. It was a great dinner party.
1: We had a great time, and you know,
0: much of sexy know. cheaters. I mean, I'm glad he died. He sounds terrible.
1: In, in my, honestly, in, my defense, with it. in my defense, everyone in the house I knew, except for this one couple that I'd only met once, mm-hmm. and so you assume they were the murderer. No, no, no. But so she was the one. The, per, the one of the people I didn't know that well was was the murderer. Well, oh,
0: so you were just making her feel welcome. And so, like,
1: I believe I I feel like I'm like a hundred percent certain that if it was literally anyone else. I would have known because I asked everyone if they were the murderer and like
0: and hey Michael to be fair I feel like you had a very OP like overpowered sort of power here if like they literally if you give them drinks they have to tell you their secret that feels like a pretty good way to be like here's a drink are you the fucking murderer no the the, you have you have
1: to The secrets were very specific pieces of information. It wasn't like your secret is that you're the murderer. (laughs) I can't think of a more specific secret to keep than oops, I'm a murderer. But my so my my thing was they tell so they he sent us out this information like two weeks in advance. And I thought that you wouldn't find out if you were the murderer or not until the night of. But apparently she knew that she was the murderer for like two weeks. And I was like, I know that no one else in this room would have been able to keep that from me for two weeks.
0: So are you saying you knew the whole time she was the killer? Because no, she, I'm just okay. saying.
1: I'm saying if it was anyone else in the room that I knew better, I would have been able to. I'm a very good judge of character for people I know.
0: Oh, okay. You just didn't know her well enough.
1: I'm and I'm the the weird thing is I'm usually very very suspicious of people I don't know. That is true. I yep. But man, she played me like a fucking fiddle, and I ruined everything. <laughs> But, I mean, also, I, we had to do accents, and I literally just kept doing a different accent every time I talked to someone, and it was the best thing ever. It mm-hmm. was like one big improv game, yep. and it was amazing, and I loved it.
0: This is very much why I want to do the Wendy's RPG, which we have not talked about, but Wendy's released a like Dungeons and Dragons type fantasy adventure. And I feel like we need New to podcast do a, Yeah. I feel like it's just a one-off special <laughs> e- special episode, just four hours with, with I'm a hundred
1: percent into that. Yeah. After playing this murder mystery game. I'm I'm all ready for a for a D and D style.
0: Yeah, but except party. for like you know like clerics and berserkers, we're just a big talking cheeseburger and a basket of fries.
1: <laughs> you good. know what I've learned about dinner party mysteries like that though? It's basically just LARPing. Yeah, without we, weapons. We talk. Well, I mean, you have weapons. I mean, you could. Claws I had out. my I had my Fenman wiles. Yeah, <laughs> you use them to super actually great effect. That was my two my two skills was that i could ply people with drinks or i could flirt with them and get them to tell me their clue wow but the crazy preacher was immune to my drink plying, but he was not immune to my flirting okay the Mm. problem was i was just having way too much fun being misty visions
0: (laughs) did you just decide that was your name because it was your last character's name or was that I honestly cannot remember what
1: my character's name is this this time. Yeah. Okay. Well, but
0: whatever. Well, Michael, I'm glad you had a great time and ruined the whole party. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like most of my party going. I, <laughs> I highly recommend a dinner dinner murder mystery. I mean, it sounds great. I don't want to do it very badly. So, Michael, literal bangers. We got literal. One, literal. Yeah. In, oh man, multiple layers. So I don't want to. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but I want to lead into something that makes me so very happy. So, Michael, how many how many gender reveals have you seen? Oh man, like in
1: in person, I have not seen one, but on on the internets and on Twitter, I've seen way too many, and they're getting ridiculous.
0: There is no amount of money or friendship you could compel me with to go to actually go physically to a gender reveal. Absolutely not. Um, you want to hear you- the
1: best gender reveal I ever saw though on on Twitter.
0: Was it yes, I think I know what it is, but I hit me the best
1: one I've ever seen is where the man and the woman are standing there, and they're holding a balloon that supposedly has the color in it or whatever, and they have another son, and he pops the balloon, and like nothing happens, and they're like, "What the hell, and then the camera pans over to like their grandma or aunt or whatever, and she takes off her hat or her wig or something, and she's just got
0: bright blue hair. And she's like,
1: it's a boy! And I was like,
0: okay, yeah, that's great. I think the best one I saw was the people who went to the zoo and threw a watermelon at a hippo, and the hippo just <laughs> ate the giant watermelon and it was filled with blue dye. It was fine, I guess. Was that <laughs> sanctioned by the zoo? I don't think so. I think it was definitely much, very much off books.
1: <laughs> I just, I love, I love the, they're white, right?
0: Oh, 100%, bud. Of course.
1: The caucasity of being like, you know what? We're going to take this dive filled fucking watermelon and throw it at a hippo. Mm hmm. That doesn't screen. really look like a zoo. It just, it's just, it looks like a guy's backyard. <laughs> that is the capital of Texas Zoo in Cedar Creek, Texas. <laughs> like, literally, they're just, it. there is one piece of wire between them
0: and a fucking hippo. Which, wildly known as the most dangerous animal to humans on the planet Earth. <laughs> yes. But, um, oh Michael, this was in your backyard in Iowa. Uh, last week of October, um, they basically turned it... They made a, a, a quote-unquote clever gender reveal device, uh, which uh, technically, according to police, I guess would be most accurately described as a um, pipe bomb. <laughs> <laughs> you know like you do um so basically they made a like metal base drilled the hole into it filled the bottom with gunpowder um and five members of the family expectant mother and th- i mean i feel bad laughing um so she did die so I can't, sorry <laughs> it killed a grandmother Aww. uh watching grandmother which is bad um but so it created a pipe bomb. And this was the second thing, second time in Iowa that a gender reveal device had killed people in the last <laughs> year. So one was in essentially a car bomb. What is up with you, Iowa? Yes, I would not expect. Would you like if you had to pick a
1: state in the union that would have two different explosion related gender reveal deaths? Iowa would not be in my top ten.
0: I mean, it kind of would be... I've only driven through Iowa. I have not deigned to stop or speak to anyone from Iowa. But I, when I drove through, I didn't see a whole lot going on. Yeah, you know? but like there... So I've been to Iowa a couple of times
1: because there was a a plant there that we worked with. And like, they're just like country boys. Like, not country boys. They're more like just like... They're like Midwest farmers. Like, they're not like Texas where like everything's big and we need to have explosions. Or they're not like Florida where people just, I don't know, blow themselves up for funsies or like like they're they seem pretty down to earth people so i'm surprised that they
0: went the pipe bomb route it's just this one-upsmanship culture michael that (laughs) people just don't i mean everyone's got to do something bigger and better with their gender reveal and you'd think that so apparently there was a 2017 reveal in arizona that sparked a wildfire that burned 47,000 acres see that makes sense to me you think after that happened they like they would have just been outlawed you know just people hey you know what we've had enough but I feel like the, the hippo gender reveal is bad enough because it hurts someone else. This, like, the two here is, like, killed your grandma. The the one in July actually <laughs> killed the mom. Like, oh. So, so you'd think, like, this is time to stop. We've done enough here. Yeah, no, too many. You'd think after a certain point, I mean, like, all these, the challenges, We've like, you know, like, the, the fucking light yourself on fire challenge that we talked about a couple weeks ago, you'd think they'd stop. Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd think so. So, this is, these stories are a couple weeks old, so I didn't really want to get too much into it. But I did just find a story that apparently, it really just reinforces my belief that humans will never stop hurting themselves <laughs> in an organized fashion, just <laughs> in, like, a communal environment. Like, humans will always find ways to be, like, just ritually invite danger into their lives and continue to do it on a regular basis.
1: Do so... Some people say that the reason that we do these types of things is because for so much of our existence, we had real danger. Mm-hmm. We had things chasing us, trying to eat us, trying to maul us. You know, we could die of like, I don't know, dysentery or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like now we don't like we're while well, people say like, OK, yeah, obviously there are still issues, but like people don't die at the hands of other people are animals at the rate that they used to like we're the safest by far that we've ever been in. So people like
0: need that. They need to feel that like fear that just primal. So you're saying evolutionarily, this is just all of us trying to keep our flight or fight like just sharp. Just yeah. Why case. else would we
1: do shit like jump out of airplanes and bungee jump and like try to make a car that goes like 8000 miles an hour? You want to feel that rush, that adrenaline rush that comes from staring a fucking tiger in the eyes. I don't. I get scared looking at frogs. <laughs> <laughs> right, and but but back in the day, evolution would have just killed you off, probably no, with a frog.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably a six foot tall frog, which I'm sure mm-hmm. existed back <laughs> in the day. But in my defense. Texting didn't exist, so all my asshole friends couldn't send me pictures of the frog. I could just move to a place where the six-foot-tall frog didn't live. <laughs> they lived everywhere, gosh They roamed this earth. Yikes. Well, Michael, I found this story. Now they're all ostriches.
1: What's that? They're all ostriches.
0: You're saying the big frogs turned into ostriches?
1: The giant six-foot frogs turned into birds. And what is a six-foot bird? It's an ostrich or an emu.
0: I think you have a critical misunderstanding
1: of evolution. <laughs> No, dinosaurs turned into birds. This is what I've been told.
0: You know frogs aren't dinosaurs, right, my man?
1: No, but dinosaurs turned into reptiles, which then turned into birds. (laughs) Some of them, not all of them, obviously. (laughs) I
0: don't think any of this is right. (laughs) But I don't actually know enough to dispute it. But something deep within me says, no, that's not right at all. Have you seen a frog? Yes. They look kind of like
1: birds. What? Their legs turn. Theirs legs bend the wrong way, like chickens. And they have they have big big mouths that can hold things in them, like a bullfrog, kind of like a pelican.
0: And big frog legs kind of look like weird chicken legs. Exactly. Chicken There's legs. a reason
1: that frog legs taste like chicken. Is all I'm saying.
0: God, I'm getting so <laughs> physically uncomfortable. I hate this conversation. All I'm saying
1: is that it's possible that there was a frog descendant that at some point. Broke off its its path, and some and of them decided became, to be
0: fucking weird and gross and jump. Some on. of them
1: became frogs, and some of them became birds. But they, at some point, they were they were close. You know, they
0: were they were friends. the The worst part about this conversation is not how incredibly wrong I know you must be. <laughs> it's that you're making me think about frogs, <laughs> and not just think about frogs. Think about the disgusting centuries aeons long evolution it took for them to transform from i don't know cool fucking dinosaur to big dumb frog asshole and now i'm i'm doing all those permutations in my head and you know what creating a lot of fucking nightmares <laughs> You're a welcome. lot of a lot of sim nightmare creatures i hate you <laughs> can i get so, back we're to we're the, we're i don't know the fun fucking story i was going <laughs> to You've just reinforced again the fact that humans will do fucking anything for sustained periods of time in direct detriment to their health. <laughs> what is yes. this? 120 episodes that I've been doing this, and you keep hurting me. You can still just still do it every time. Sorry. <laughs> well, Michael, I found out this fucking story. I'm gonna read this thing. This is a a 300 long, 300 year long tradition. Hmm. Headline: This Mexican town celebrates its namesake saint with exploding hammers. Is there a saint exploding hammer? Is the word for hammer
1: close to the saint's name? Is explosion close to the da- I don't know how to say explosion in Spanish.
0: Explosion? <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> no. The Boombo. There's not? But the story gets so fucking metal as hell, it's awesome. Um, okay, so in San Juan de la Vega, a small town in south-central Mexico, there's an annual festival that celebrates the towns eponymous saint, State, San Juanito. Local religious figure, popular even though he's not technically recognized by the Catholic Church, because he was basically a Robin Hood-like persona who would rob passing mule drivers who worked for basically the mob, and then gave all their money to the poor. Wow, um, that guy sounds dope as hell. It gets so much better. So uh they throw the festival. It's atypical. They they do prayers. They have parties. There's a procession in which mule drivers and thieves reenact the robbery. Uh, you're local- saying
1: you're saying mule drivers?
0: Mule drivers. So yeah. Basically, they were ferrying just like goods, usually illicit goods. Um, wait, do you call the... Wait, they're
1: not mule riders, they're mule drivers? No, you're driving the mules.
0: You might not be riding the mule, you, like you drive it. like you, like. you Oh,
1: like driving cattle. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking more like you're <laughs> like, oh, like a mule-drawn carriage. You'd be the carriage driver. And then I was trying to think if people who are behind horse-drawn carriages are called horse drivers, and then... Okay, my brain basically broke for a half second. I'm not gonna lie, it broke. I get yeah. it. I get it now.
0: Imagine me thinking about frog evolution. It's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm thinking about the word horse driver, which is also very funny. Um, it's it's a uh, it's a movie kind of like Driver, <laughs> <laughs> just drifting on a fucking horse. Okay, <laughs> Michael, when I say ex- like celebrate with an explosive hammer, what do, what do you picture? I'm picturing.
1: Something like the the thing where you have the uh, there's I can't remember what the chemical is or what the explosive is, but if you hit it hard enough, it it compresses and it explodes. And so people do that with a sledgehammer, they'll like slam down on like a big metal thing and it explodes. And it's usually a small explosion, but it will like knock the hammer up out of your hand or whatever. So you're
0: thinking of like the little like like snap poppers, like the little bags of like gunpowder essentially that you would like throw, but like that attached to a hammer. Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so exactly 100% <laughs> correct. It's like a 14-pound sledgehammer <laughs> with a double long double long handle. It's like a, like a six-foot handle and homemade packets of chlorate, powder, and sulfur that explode when you smash them into concrete. This um, is amazing. Yeah. So 300 years this has been happening. And as one of the hammer makers 300 said, years. Quote, it's extreme. We do it for the saint, which of all the things people have done in the name of religion, I am. this is number one for me. This is the yeah. best one. Um, so holy I holy shit! There's a whole 14 minute video. 14 minute video. This is from Vice. I found another article, which is fucking incredible. It's from Atlas Obscura that goes into this thing. So, Michael, so like, have you seen like Zorro, the Zorro movies? Yeah. Which honestly, I'm not 100 percent sure. So the again, the Saint was uh, Juan de la Vega. Which I don't know if you watched the Antonio Banderas Zorro movie back in the day that Anthony Hopkins is in. Uh, but the, like, he was Don De La Vega, so I didn't know if that was actually based on this, because it does say, you know, it was a Robin Hood-type figure, but, so, some people call this the Bomb Hammer Party, but, so, apparently, Juan De La Vega, back in the day, in the 17th century, um, he was embroiled in a battle with the area's wealthy landowners, the Dons, who, like, basically just, you know, ruled over the area with an iron fist, so he would steal from the rich, give to the poor, um... But one of the this sounds like tr- like Three Amigos.
1: Like, wasn't that the plot of Three Amigos?
0: Yeah, but except in that, except I don't remember in Three Amigos or in Zorro that um when the like farmers and local townspeople went to war with the Dons, they made hammers with explosives <laughs> on the <end.
1: laughs> I mean, that's just smart, though. Really?
0: Yeah. So essentially, this like four hundred years or three hundred years ago, um, it was essentially. They just they didn't have guns and stuff that to fight the dons with so they just made gunpowder hammers and would just smash the shit at these guys. These videos
1: are incredible. Mm-hmm. So apparently I pe- want to do this so bad. Like I've never wanted to do like the running of the bulls or anything like that because this
0: I would do nonstop. That, oh fuck yes. Yeah, running in the bulls. Let's see. What the thing is though, so in this you're making your own homemade like bomb basically. And, like, sometimes it just explodes. It makes a cool, like, a big sound and, like, a fun thing. But if you don't really know what you're doing, apparently sometimes it sends you flying 30 feet in the air like a rag doll. Mm-hmm, yeah, I could see that. And so I like the fact that all of the, like, running with the bulls, that danger is external to me. The bull is just an angry force of nature. This is something, another force of nature, but I've done it to myself, which is something that I can really get behind.
1: I'm watching this video and the, the closed captioning just said, is that a double one?
0: <laughs> one?" Oh, no,
1: they're about to do a double one. Let me know what happens, buddy. See, this is the problem. Every, I, I keep saying this. You can't get greedy. Mm-mm. When it comes to heists, you can't get greedy. When you get greedy, that's when you get caught. You know, it's when you make a mistake. When that's you when get you greedy and up. put the double on there, then you that's when... You, and if that's not a mistake, somebody's going to be like, well, that didn't kill me, so what about three? Time for a
0: triple. Yeah. Triple-double. I just... We were just... Like, Michael, you talk about we didn't have the risks we had years ago our, our fight or fight we never just had to go like i think michael we're at a turning point in this country with our war against like i don't know the the ruling class elites and i don't, I don't, I don't know if we have what it takes to go to war in the streets with hammers full of gunpowder <laughs> i
1: don't think we do i'm not ready for it i don't have a hammer nor gunpowder
0: a hammer god fucking i mean manial. i have a <laughs> not a not a sledgehammer, Michael. I set you up for an okay boomer, and you didn't. You just oh, didn't do it. Yeah, sorry. I'm younger than you, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> okay,
1: boomer. <laughs> you should have said that when I was talking about uh, how we don't have the same dangers we used to have. Oh man, we blew
0: it twice. I was just so into your your, your evolution, and just so horrified by frogs. I just didn't have it in me. <laughs> I think the best part about this is that it's so it. It's in February of every year, and the article, the Atlas Obscura article, makes it very clear that celebrated very near the time of Lent every year. There's oh. like, I love that. Just like, yeah, we know Lent's coming up, so we have this off-books, unsanctioned, fucking, quote unquote, Catholic holiday where we're <laughs> celebrating a wink saint, and it's just like, yep, we're gonna blow the fuck out of each other. Yeah, I mean,
1: that's kind of what we do for Fourth of July. So, mm-hmm.
0: but I mean, and that though, I mean, like that's so controlled and safe. Like, oh, I'm just going to watch- go to the lake and watch everyone like, oh, there's a big barge full of fireworks. If I was running around the park that everyone was sitting on and we all had fireworks on a fucking sledgehammer. Now that's a fucking party that goes back <laughs> to our guerrilla warfare roots in this country. <laughs> that means something
1: back in the day when George Washington and all of his militia slammed giant hammers with gunpowder that those were the, the bombs burst,
0: the bombs bursting in the air were just me sending myself flying through the sky <laughs> on fire after i hit a, a sledgehammer on the ground <laughs> like if you even if you did
1: have a gun and you were standing there and you were about to fight these people and they came running out slammed a hammer down that exploded and sent him flying like a fucking ragdoll 30 feet i'm quitting like there is no loyalty I have that is great enough that I would fight this man after that.
0: Well, so I'm I'm just trying to think of like the original like so they said there's a bastard they do a bastardized reenactment of the skirmish between San Juanito and the local dons, and they're like we don't really know who had the original hammer bombs, but can you imagine being the first guy on whichever side didn't have them, and just all of a sudden your buddy Jeff is thirty feet away with the smoking crater in his chest? You're like. <laughs> I'm actually going home. This sucks.
1: Yeah, like somebody walks up and hits the dude next to you with a with
0: the exploding hammer. That must have been like the first guy next to the first gunshot victim. I'm just like, (laughs) what the fuck was that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or like literally the guy next to anyone that John Wick has ever killed.
0: Like, why would you be like, yeah, no, that looked fun. I'm going to. I'm going to try my luck. I've never related to any character in any movie more than in the first John Wick <laughs> when he steps up to like the old guy that he like kind of knows from back in the day before he goes in the club and puts a gun to his head. And he's just like, oh, hey, Mr. Wick. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to take the night off. And just leaves. it's like, why is no one else in these movies just like, actually, fuck this. I'm out. There's no amount of money worth this. Yeah. No. And like by John Wick 3, people are excited about fighting him. It's like, why what? what are you doing? You fools.
1: <laughs> so I was listening to a podcast uh well during my drive, and it was it's a couple years old, I think, the story, but like there was an artist in Chicago who set himself up in a, a just a white room, mm-hmm. right? He basically lived in there for like a month, and what he set up was a robot paintball gun. And you could log in from anywhere in the world and aim the paintball gun somewhere in the room and fire it, including at the artist at any time of day or night.
0: You could just shoot him. I will say, guaranteed, going to say, there was not a... The only color on those walls was brown from his poop that he (laughs) smeared on it after... And, his blood, uh, and red he, from his he blood. He
1: did pen. start to go crazy because he didn't want to go to sleep because people kept shooting him in his sleep. So he he basically didn't sleep for so long that he started to lose his mind.
0: Yeah. But. And again, I assume every single paintball shot went directly at his nutsack. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming he was having to,
1: like, hide in in his a nuts. blank room. I mean, hide his nuts.
0: Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what? at a certain point, there's some real calculus going on. If I'm in a room with a remote controlled paintball gun, do I hide my balls or my eyes? Mm. You could close your eyes. That's not really <laughs> helpful from a like, like like the physics perspective of a, a paintball slamming into my very tender flesh.
1: And what the saddest part, the saddest part about that story is that the reason that he decided to do this exhibit, this experience. <laughs> to get over his
0: fear of being shot by paintballs. No, <laughs>
1: it was because he grew up in Shit, where was it? Somewhere where basically we drone strike all the time, like Syria or Pakistan, or I mean, so he, we do it in a lot of places. So he he grew up there, and at one point he saw a video where they were interviewing or they were talking about like how you could do this from you know Washington D.C. or whatever from a ship, and they basically showed this guy like remote controlling this drone that blew someone up, and he was like, "That's so fucked up." that you could just sit in a room and blow someone up. I wonder, I, I want to show people how ridiculous, how terrible this is that like, if you're through the internet or whatever, you could just shoot someone, but he wouldn't just walk up to somebody with a
0: paintball gun and shoot them. So what he essentially did was the fairy problem from the end of dark Knight. <laughs> yes. He let, he put humanity, humanity's goodness in our hands mm-hmm. with a very specific allegorical met like metaphor. Yep. And we did we just, we were Joker. We fell into Joker's hands. We just went right through it. I mean, Fucking society, man. I think where his calculation went
1: wrong, though, is that he was saying like, oh, since it's through the internet, like you're just going to shoot me because you don't know me because you don't have to be face to face with me. But if he was, if he was just a normal person somewhere like in person and he said, I'm going to stand here, you can shoot me with a paintball gun if you want. I mean, people are going to take them up at that offer, even if they have to look them dead in the eyes. Hundred mm-hmm. like, percent.
0: Like, I had a bad day. I had a bad day at work. You're going to offer me, okay? Yeah, sure. Isn't that butt.
1: something they offer at like the the boardwalk, like in New Jersey? I think there's some place you can go where people wear like like big f- costumes and you can shoot them with paintballs.
0: I mean, Michael, you could tell me literally that in New Jersey, <laughs> that there was a amusement venue where I could go physically hunt a human being. And they'd be like, yeah, probably. Probably, yeah, out. probably exists. Yeah. I don't
1: know. Uh, but anyway, so that would that just reminded me of uh, exploding hammers, paintballs.
0: Yeah, I get This is sort of, this is to, it's kind of un, very much unrelated, but <laughs> a fun fact that I just learned. Did you know that, Michael, you know The Office, you know Creed Bratton on The Office? Yeah. Did you know his name is actually Creed? I, I just found that out. His name is, is not even not just Creed, Creed Bratton. Bratton. His name is Creed Bratton. Yeah.
1: And I, I had no idea. All of the people in the almost all of the people in the office are just named their names. Yeah. It's fucking weird.
0: I don't like it. Don't like. like it is all. it so
1: they would feel like they were working more in an office because they had to use their own names? But <laughs> like,
0: part of me just is like, okay, is Creed Bratton a fucking maniac who like exactly? Mm.
1: All right. Well, yeah. if I'm Creed Bratton and I'm not. This am not similar to the Creed Bratton in the show. I do not want them to use my name. I want them to be like, oh no, that's not Creed Bratton. That's you know Tommy Dickhole or something like. Tommy Dickhole, classic,
0: <laughs> classic character.
1: Uh, but he has to be like, oh no, that's not Creed Bratton. That's Creed Bratton. <laughs>
0: yes, of course, obviously. Um, all right. Well, Michael, do you have any stories? If not, I have a couple things we can get into. Oh, I have a game I want you to play.
1: Okay. I was I was gonna talk about eggs. We
0: can talk about eggs. Let's talk
1: but about eggs. I want to play a game though. Now. It's not
0: a great game, but it could be.
1: Let's play a game. Okay. You want I, to play a, a game.
0: Would you like to Michael, I want you to guess for me. The um highest grossing media franchise in the history of the world.
1: Media franchise. Media, How is that defined?
0: A a franchise of movies games okay so uh, not like not like disney i mean
1: there's certain there
0: are
1: disney, disney f- there are disney franchises but i'm saying like it's yeah i can't just say disney
0: i'll say this uh disney princess is number one two three four five six seven on the list disney princess disney princess which includes just what you would expect so wait they have they just they have a an entire like
1: they consider holy shit wait Wait.
0: In the year 2000, they spun off a company called Disney Princess that is basically all of the Disney princesses. Um, but like when I think of a
1: franchise, I think of stuff that happens in the same universe. Like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is a franchise. John Wick is a franchise. all. So are they trying to tell me that all of the princesses exist in the same universe? A,
0: a one continuum.
1: Yep. Holy exactly. fucking shit. Yep. Okay. I mean, I guess it makes sense because they
0: have had weird crossover movies, right? Where they, like, have all the princesses? They have. Um, The Marvel Cinematic Universe, which you just mentioned, is uh, number 10.
1: Wait, that's number 10? Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. With an estimated $34 billion in in revenue.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, Shit. Okay, so it's not Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, I'm guessing since you're asking me, it's probably not like Star Wars or Star Trek either.
0: I don't know. Take a shot, bud. What's your your guess? Take, Take
1: a guess. Uh, I'm gonna go with homeward bound.
0: <laughs> you think that the two film franchise homeward bound. Also the book. Oh oh actually you know what? Let me control F for incredible <laughs> journey. No, fuck you idiot.
1: <laughs> okay, I mean if if I'm not trying to think of something that's like completely off the wall or weird that I wouldn't think of, uh I'm gonna have to go with Ooh, Lord of the
0: Rings? Nah. Or way. Harry Potter? Hold on. Lord of the Rings is, uh, tops in at $19.9 billion. I, I'm going to guess around number 20. Not even in the top anything. Really? What was, what was the second one you said? Harry Potter? that doesn't even fucking make the
1: list. Harry Potter has two different lands at Universal.
0: I made that up. It's uh, number 11 right okay. after. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay.
1: So, I mean, those would be my guesses. It was Marvel, uh, Marvel, uh, and, and I guess Star Wars. I'll say Star Wars is number five. Because that has a lot of books and, and other random movies and animation and stuff. So, I'm going to say this. DC the biggest Comics is probably on there somewhere with no, all the Batman shit. Not
0: even. <laughs> no, Batman is number 13. Okay. No, 14. Spider Man uh, okay. Spider-Man, so number Spider-Man is number 12. Yeah, I'll say number three, Michael. Actually, so, number four. Established in 1928, w- revenue of estimated $70 billion. And I think you need to understand established here. Established in 1928? Established in 1928, $70 billion. Are we, like, moving into, like, breakfast cereals and shit? I mean, that... So, yes, probably, which we can need to bring that up. So, the biggest portion of this, and for all of these, for the most part, retail sales. So, of that Ooh. $70 billion, $69.85 billion is what? from retail sales. 1928. Well, established in 1928. You know this. Michael, come on. The, the House of Mouse, buddy. Mickey Mouse and Friends. Oh, Mickey Mouse. Would you care? That's number three. That's number four. Number three, oh. another, another Disney beloved character. Renowned pervert. What? Winnie the Pooh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, I didn't know that Winnie the Pooh was Disney.
0: I mean, he is now, but like uh, oh, created by okay. A Milne, but Okay, Milne. okay, yeah,
1: that makes sense. See, I was looking I was thinking of movies, but
0: like box okay. office of that is only 460 billion. Right. Yeah. All right. Number number one and two, you're going to have to stretch everybody, but really think through. A lot of merchandise, like a lot of merchandise. I'll say for one of them, the number one, video games are a big part, a big part of this. Box mm. office is in there. You can do this. What what decade? Year of Inception is 1996. Number two is 1974. Oh. A lot of
1: merchandise. Video game.
0: We talked about it recently. You didn't understand it. God, my memory is bad. Is your yellow electric rat involved? Did you
1: say yellow electric rat? Yeah.
0: How can you not? Michael. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> pokemon wait, uh. my bud come on <laughs> oh shit wait pokemon <laughs> number two is probably gonna blow your dick out of your butt it's uh, hello kitty oh okay hello um, kitty more than 80 billion dollars pokemon try to guess world's highest grossing franchise media franchise and number two is 80 billion 80 billion with hello kitty
1: 110 billion not 95 oh, okay um Okay, so yeah, this just shows my very very American centric viewpoint though. Because if I had thought to Japan, I would have been like, yeah, okay, cuz Hello Kitty when we were when I was um in high school, I mean Hello Kitty was hot shit. Like Hello Kitty and Sailor Moon was all literally anyone talked about.
0: I will say um Eight of the top in my crew of people. I sure. have to, like,
1: obviously, not everyone in the world.
0: No, of your crew. Yeah. Mostly for, I assume, the uh, Hello Kitty butt plugs that we didn't <laughs> talk about a couple weeks ago. <laughs> there was actually a Hello Kitty store at Bush Gardens. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. I will, I will say nine of the top 20 are Japanese. Yeah, that um, makes sense. <laughs> Toy Story is like number 15 with 24.8 20 po- million. What I want to talk about, Michael, is how do we become a, a worldwide media franchise? Knowing what we know about Pokemon and okay. Disney, yep. how do how does trends in low places? Obviously, we have to fight in some to, way, some way, shape, <laughs> or form.
1: We have to create beloved and somewhat problematic characters.
0: And compelling content? How do we do that? Ooh, that's, <laughs> probably, so that's the
1: holy grail, isn't it? No one so knows how tough. to get there. No one knows how to make compelling content.
0: No one does. No one
1: knows. You just sometimes you stumble upon it and sometimes you don't.
0: Yeah. Oh, Actually, so what I think we need to do. So, Michael, the big thing about Pokemon, which I know you don't know, it involves fighting, but also involves trading with your friends. I think what we have failed to do is to give our listeners, who we love so much, a compelling reason to share us. And I don't know how we reward them for sharing our content. I honestly don't know. I'm asking you if you have any ideas.
1: Yeah. I mean, the problem is, is that like... You you sh- you share the cards because like some pe- it it's basically like a big socialism game, right? Because you have some stuff like maybe I have two of this. I don't need it. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna trade it for something you have two of.
0: If there was a way for for our listeners to beat other people at listening to us, like maybe that. Yeah. Like th- oh. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because like I don't think they, I don't think we need to fight. I think we need to compel other people to fight. For us.
0: So I think, and I think this is the thing. So I mean, I clearly, we've really, so Winnie the Pooh, third most successful franchise. No the fighting planet. there. No, no, no fighting. A lot of perversion. A lot of though. perversion though. And I think we've leaned into that very heavily. <laughs> we've talked a lot about dicks, butts, sex toys, poop, all the, all the good stuff that we think people want. We, we're, I think we were really looking at the wrong media franchise yeah. for Lessons. We were trying to be gross boys. Like we were Winnie trying to Pooh. be gross
1: like Winnie the Pooh.
0: Trying to stand out there with our dicks out with just you know, globbing honey all over our groins like Winnie the Pooh did. <laughs> and that's that's clearly not a winning strategy. <laughs> so no, I think now we need to lean into definitely... violence against your friends. Okay, we need a TILP Go
1: where you look on your phone and you capture TILP stories in the
0: wild. That actually is, actually, that sounds so good. And then send them to us because looking for stories for this (laughs) fucking nightmare show is such a pain in the ass. So if you want to send us stories, like, please do it.
1: And every once in a while, every once in a while, instead of a a wild story that you find, it's a six foot frog. And if you (sighs) capture it, if you capture it, you get to personally go to Atlanta and show it to Kush.
0: the frog dies. All expenses paid by you. Yeah, what a, what a price. Michael, another piece of this mm-hmm. that I think we're desperately like. So Hello Kitty, uh, obviously merchandise drove a lot of that, but it started out as a, a manga magazine. Who knew that? Hmm. Fan art. Yeah. That is fucking driving the adoption of of Hello Kitty, or that's how it got it to start. I feel like we also need some just really compelling, hopefully not sexual fan art of us just <laughs> doing cool stuff or be funny. The, 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 the last part about the
1: non sexual stuff, I think, is where you, Yeah. Probably are going to lose a lot of people. But yeah, I mean, if (laughs) someone wants to make some fan art, I will take it. Even if it's like a fucking stick drawing, that would be amazing. You
0: know what? Actually, yeah. Send us your stick drawings of me and Michael. (laughs) Except for uh, Dave or San Diego Dave. I don't want any of your art. Actually, I don't want anything. I do, please. I don't want anything from you. And
1: remember that Kush has a mustache right now. Yeah. So you should probably include that in your drawing.
0: No, please don't. I I will say, Dave... uh, Hours after uh, we have some faithful listeners out there, Dave, like Clockwork, will listen to every episode every Friday when we put them out and usually responds to at least me or, or sometimes to both of us with feedback that is almost 100% sexual in nature. <laughs> and so, last it's spread, not always sexual, sometimes it's about poop, sometimes it's about poop, which he sometimes makes sexual. Um, <laughs> so last week or two weeks ago when we talked about the e rosary like fitness tracker. He did, within an hour of the episode going up, so he, I have to believe he had this, just locked and loaded, ready to go, sent me pictures of um, a butt plug rosary. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and like you said, he must have had it just ready to go. Just locked and loaded, just in his file of like, hmm, okay. Like, shit to send to to Michael and Kush. In the In, in, the, the, event. in the event
0: they talk about. Yeah. Which, I mean, thank God. You know what? So I'm looking at the Spider-Man entry for this. So Spider-Man worth about $28 billion. Um, half of that for merchandise, about almost $15 billion. Box office, a cool seven. They felt it very necessary to include as the one, two, three, four, seventh biggest driver of Spider-Man revenue. So TV revenue, $880 million. Right? between that and the Broadway musical which made two hundred twelve million, was Really? P-
1: that musical made 212 million?
0: Yeah, right above that was pachinko sales.
1: <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So Spider-Man is 28 billion you said. Mhm. Marvel is 74 uh 34. Oh, 34. Okay. I was going to say cuz like technically Spider-Man is Marvel, so I feel like they
0: should team up and maybe move up the list. Well, technically it's Sony, my huh, bud.
1: Yeah, but it, it's a Marvel comic book that they sold the oh, rights wait, to yeah, Sony. That, that's fair. Like, it all started out as Marvel. Well, I'm pretty sure they sold the rights to Spider-Man for, like, $15,000. <gasps> yeah, well, it wasn't the smartest thing they ever did. Yeah,
0: It, it could have been better.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: man, what's on this Okay. Just the Wii family of games. Not the Wii system. It was, like, Wii Sports and, like, Wii everything else. Those games made $15 billion. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. All right, Michael. So, what else you got going? So to say. So
1: yeah, like you know, we're gonna we're gonna play Tilp Go. Um, so you what you do is you point your phone out into the wild, and mm-hmm. you go to uh, some kind of news site, and you find a, a wild Tilp story, and then you capture it, mm-hmm. and then you send it right over to us, and we'll give you points. You get- oh, that's the problem. We haven't. We'll give you points if you send us stories. You get points based on how much. They either make us uncomfortable. There's going to be a couple categories. Uncomfortableness, uh, funniness, obviously. Yeah, how
0: much I laugh, for sure. How
1: how how much frog there is. Yeah.
0: And, um... And, to- and, hey, can I say this? I'd rather there be, like, little to no frog. <laughs> like, you're going to lose points with me. You're going to get negative points from me <laughs> and probably, like, double the positive ones from Michael if, if there is frog. <laughs> so, net positive for you, but, um, all things considered... I'm not gonna be a fan of it. I'll say that much. <laughs> the DC Extended Universe has only made six and a half billion dollars. What a joke, clown Count show cage. that is! Twilight made six point four billion. Fuck off, DC. Fast and Furious went six point three five.
1: Yet, I mean, it's only been around for eight movies.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Well, Michael, what else you got going on for me this week, buddy? Uh. You're do you to want to, to play serious. a game? I'd love to play a game.
1: Uh, I bet you can't eat 50 hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> 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 you want me to do this right now? <laughs> uh, please don't, because you will die. You will very, very much die. Apparently, uh... Cool Hand Luke Eating Challenge kills man after 40-second egg. Also... He was 42 when he died, which makes me think, hey, that's the meaning of life, me. the universe and everything, right?
0: So, hey, you know what? I've never seen Cool Hand Luke. Is it just about him eating eggs and his, he's just cool because his hand is full of eggs? <laughs> I have never seen Cool Hand Luke either. Is but... it a two hour movie? Just an hour of him is just him eating <laughs> eggs and then he throws up for an hour? <laughs> um, Yes, there is. So there is a scene. Where, what the fuck is Cool Hand Luke even about? Apparently, I mean, I know, I thought it was about him going to jail, which apparently prison is just you eating hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, they're just walking this dude around shoving hard-boiled eggs into his mouth. I'm just like, you know, this call, and like, I've heard Cool Hand Luke's a great movie. I know it's a lot of people's favorite movies. Um, I hear Martin Scorsese talk about how fucking the Marvel movies aren't cinema, <laughs> and like, they, they don't call back to a, a better time. And I was like, I see this scene. I'm like, hey, yeah, you know what? But uh, Captain America picked up Thor's hammer and uh, Thor's hammer, and like hit his shield with it, and that was pretty fucking dope. And this dumbass just having uh, someone chew like chew eggs with his own mouth with their hand. So, um, if yeah, this you know, spent- why I say this all the time. People always get me to try to watch old movies, especially
1: like old Christmas movies and stuff. They're oh, yeah. all bad. They're There's- they're all bad.
0: That's why I don't. That's why I didn't read like the classic literature that I was assigned to in high school. It's like. Books are better now. This guy has magic in his sword. Your guy is, like, I don't know, a lord of a country estate and can't decide if he wants to be cool to women or not. I'm not interested.
1: Yeah, and they're all like, oh, well, they're the first person to do X. And you're like, that's fine, but somebody perfected it fucking last year and now it's awesome. It's better. Like, they took the thing that was good and then they, they improved upon it. They took a lot of things that were good and put it in there. So, like, it only makes sense that movies now would be better than old movies, just like LeBron James is better than whoever the fuck was playing for the Celtics on the all-white 1933 NBA team.
0: Right. Oh, cool. In 1967, Paul Paul Newman took a three-minute scene in an an hour long to eat 50 (laughs) eggs. And they bet on it. Oh,
1: boy. Cool. Two years ago, Vin Diesel blew up a fucking submarine with a car. (laughs) Two years ago, The Rock drove an ambulance into a fucking drone, then he took the minigun from the drone and shot down another drone.
0: Five years ago, Idris Elba fucking used a giant 75-foot-tall robot to punch a big lizard in the dick. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hey, guys, movies are better. Take your fucking egg (laughs) challenge and shove it up your ass.
1: And, like, not even action movies, but, like, non-action movies are also better because they let um, women... Uh, people of color and other people who aren't white men to direct and act in them and write them and have other experiences—it's great. It's people—you sh- should definitely watch a movie nowadays. They're terrific.
0: Yeah, fucking bridesmaids. Five women just got massive diarrhea all over a <laughs> wedding dress shop. That fucking rule. Maya Rudolph pooped in the street while wearing a wedding dress. That was great. I okay, this is it. where
1: this is where I plug. The TV show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. I don't know if I've done this on the, on the show yet. No, I think so. I may have mentioned it to you. It's the best It's the best show ever. If you like musicals at all, highly recommend it. It's four seasons. It's it's the best show ever. Okay. Go watch it.
0: I'll add it to my list. It was on
1: really? the CW. I had no idea what it was. I was like, oh, a show called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on the CW? That's probably stupid.
0: First of all, let's please not sleep on the CW. There's just a lot of quality <laughs> teen drama content on there that I am just very much here for.
1: <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I did, and now I'm going to, I'm going to be more aware of the CW
0: now. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to lean into it, Let's like, just not shit on it. Um, so I will say the best part about this story. So I, I looked, I found this on Reddit. Um, so someone shared something from True Hollywood Tales, a story from 1997 about Marlon Brando. So apparently, Marlon Brando was extremely competitive, and then in 1968, after uh, Cool Hand Luke came out. He appeared at a private party celebrating Oscar nominations, where Paul Newman was also there. And Brando approached Newman, and they had a conversation that eventually became an argument. And then later, like, they separated. And then later, Brando stood up on a table and challenged Newman to an egg-eating contest, like the one depicted in Cool Hand Luke. But Newman was like, no, I'm not going to do that. So Brando just, at this party, had his entourage bring him dozens of hard-boiled eggs and just started the competition without Newman... And as he was eating, he would just loudly keep count and just saying things like 21 Newman, 21 eggs already. I'm better than you Newman (laughs) and calling Paul Newman a phony. And then eventually he consumed 51 eggs before being removed from the party. So they just let him get to 51 before. Like, okay, Marlon, you got to go. So okay, one more like somebody... so one more than Newman ate in the movie. So as he was being escorted out, he repeated or reportedly just was shouting fifty one eggs, Newman, I beat you. You couldn't eat fifty one eggs because you're a phony. I'm better than you, and you always will be. God. Never forget that.
1: Marlon Brando was batshit insane. Person. A bad person, yeah. Um for sure. be- okay, so apparently someone in twenty twelve died from twenty eight raw eggs. Which K. Okay. You're not um, guest on, bro. But here's my question, though, because there are different size eggs. Sure. Was Marlon Brando eating... Was he eating a chicken egg, or are we talking hen egg... Uh, or Rooster eggs here?
0: Okay, we can't... No, you just can't <laughs> say that. What are you talking...
1: I either a hen egg or a rooster egg? Because I've seen a picture of a rooster egg here, and it's very small.
0: Okay, you can't just jump to that, like, out of the blue. Because <laughs> I still... So, okay, well, Michael, now you have to give the details, because... In my universe... Roosters don't lay eggs, my bud. <laughs> in my universe, either. But
1: you just apparently. casually
0: threw out this nonsensical question. You could have gone with like, "Was well, he eating quail eggs?" No, you went with rooster eggs, which aren't a thing.
1: <laughs> well, there's a there's a story that you share with me from the
0: Catman Do Post, which is, I feel like we need a "What's on Catman Post." What's
1: assignment. on Catman Post? Yeah, nailed it. Uh, his his hen laid an unusually small egg. Now he is in police custody. There's
0: so much about... So, we've talked about the shortcomings of American local journalism. Apparently, that's a problem uh, everywhere around the world. Local journalists have no idea how to write compelling stories because this headline sets up something that never gets paid off whatsoever. And also, why is the egg being smaller than normal (laughs) even a thing? Like, why does he... Like, none of this pays off. The villagers
1: concluded the egg was not laid by a hen, but a rooster, and that the egg could be sold at over ten million RS.
0: Let's see, what is
1: that? Kathmandu dollars. Okay. Speaking of 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 uh, local journalists, so they tell me that the man ate, tried to eat fifty eggs. He got to forty two and he died. They didn't say what he died from. Like eggs are not like sure. If you eat enough of anything, maybe it'll probably kill you. But like, what specifically about hard boiled eggs causes you to die? Egg poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so in this village, they saw, hey, he said, oh man, I got this tiny egg. And they were like, they were like, oh man, that egg could be, it's like a perfectly circle too, or circle, perfectly spherical. And apparently like words were around the, around the village and they were like, oh man, that egg is so weird. It must have been laid by a rooster.
0: Well, okay, Mike, I I, I want to go back. Um, So we can get to this rooster egg. There's a lot. You... Did gloss over something from the original story that I is did. so critically important. Okay. What? So, first of all, I think, so they they claim that the de- doctor's rule that his death was due to overeating. Um, okay, come on. The LD50 of eggs is apparently 42. It, 40, 42 will kill 50% of people.
1: Okay, um, like eggs. Okay, I've seen hard-boiled eggs. Yeah, sure. They They got a lot of stuff to them, but
0: like. Uh, it's about pe- six pounds of food. Joey Chestnut eats like twelve pounds of fucking crab legs. Well, he's on the upper end of that LD fifty. He's a human he's a freak of nature. Um there was a bet involved in getting this person to eat fifty eggs. That is true. Right there. Yep. I need to know a hard number. Mm-hmm. What is the dollar amount that you would take as a bet for a food challenge that you knew could maybe kill you? Like just like there was a remote chance that this Ten might just... a million dollars. Ten million dollars. Ten million dollars. Ten million dollars
1: is 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 the number that I I could just I would never have to work again.
0: What about twenty eight dollars? <laughs> because that's <laughs> what I have in my wallet right now.
1: Twenty eight dollars. Like that's not even a dollar an egg. That's not enough to cover the cost of the eggs. Exactly. A dozen eggs cost like four ninety nine.
0: I mean, if you're going for that organic shit. You're, oh, well, if that I'm eating fifty eggs. of them,
1: it's gonna be organic, right? I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't need fifty. Eggs worth of whatever the fuck is in those non-organic
0: eggs. I don't need. I don't need to up the chances of the egg killing me with some sort of <laughs> impurity. I'm definitely going organic. It is the incredible edible egg. That's true. So there's, there's limits to everything, though. I mean, I know okay. there's
1: like the milk, like the gallon milk challenge is supposedly impossible because you can't fit a gallon of milk in
0: your body without
1: it freaking
0: it out. I did uh, to my. I mentioned this. I, I had an article or a, a column in my high school newspaper that like was supposed to be just like like random fun facts about campus, and then I ran out of cool fun facts about my very shitty high school <laughs> campus, so I just like started peppering in like dumb facts that and like I included that you can't drink a gallon of milk in an hour uh so two of my friends decided to try it and record it and it's just like this time lapse video of them just like at a park just slowly drinking milk and then just vomiting mercilessly all mm-hmm. over this park bench I'm like mm-hmm. all right, yeah. yeah, was it whole milk or like one percent I think they did I think they did two percent which Ups your chances of horrible, horrible fat.
1: Do you think that the whole milk is
0: worse? or the fat content. That's what makes you. The fat content is what gets you. Is
1: that what gets you? So Mm -hmm. you think you could do
0: skim milk, which doesn't have any fat?
1: Because I still don't think you could do it.
0: I'd say your chances are better with skim milk than they are with 3%. I still don't think you could do it. I'll bet you $28. (laughs) That's a way better deal than $28 for 50 eggs. What I'm not going to say is that I'll give $28 to somebody, because <laughs> I won't do that. Um, I'm going to delete that part. <laughs> um, yeah. All right, Michael, I'll do it. Fuck you. I haven't drank... Actually, you know what? I guarantee I would die about... I would vomit, burst, like, horribly. Probably about a quarter gallon in, because I haven't had actual milk mm. in probably five years since I've been on keto.
1: Yeah, I've been doing all the, the, the almond milk. It's my go-to.
0: Sure, I'll drink a gallon of almond milk all day. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, that's just water that tastes like almonds.
0: <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Uh,
1: right. Okay, what about a half gallon?
0: Half gallon milk? No. Half gallon Damn, milk. We're, at, we're at an hour 15, baby. Oh, shit. All right, Michael, you sure? A gallon of milk. Half gallon <laughs> of milk. I'll do it. Please don't. I won't. I'll die. <laughs> Please don't. All right, buddy. Well, shit, you have any final stories? We were, we we're at time, man. We, were, that was a, we just cruised right through it. I don't got anything else. Yeah, me neither. We um, need to save some stuff. These stories, they're so.
1: The problem is, is that like the world of fun stories is overshadowed by just constant shit.
0: Yeah, which oddly enough, we, the next story I, I want to share was going to be about poop. So, mm. and, next you know what, time, you know, I think I Teaser. think the problem that I've really just like really hit on, I think, in this episode, because we spent probably ten fifteen minutes up at top talking about the cool things that happened in our lives. Mm-hmm. I think I've realized the vital shortcoming of this podcast: I don't do anything cool on a normal <laughs> basis. So we have to rely on the vagaries of morons <laughs> on the internet. I think if I did more, if we did more fun stuff. Should we do more fun stuff? I think we should probably explore the options that yeah. we have to do fun stuff. We
1: should do cool shit. Man.
0: Damn. Okay. Huh. Well, it's a tall order. But uh, well, I guess we got to make that. Co- if we're going to become a, a top 10 world, worldwide franchise, we I guess we need to start exploring new options. I, clearly, again, our perversions are not not doing it. I really
1: feel like that's uh, the trajectory we're on right now.
0: Yeah. No. All signs, all of our, our slow decline in listenership absolutely 100% <laughs> points to just a bright future as a top 10 media franchise.
1: We just have to. Here's the thing. People starting podcasts, they keep coming and going. You can find podcasts on there that have, like, one episode and there's, like, six listeners and they gave up. Um, we just have to wait them out. Eventually, people will stop podcasting and they'll move on to the next thing. But there will still be the legion of people who want podcasts. And we will be there for you. Longevity, baby. Yes. staying in power. That's what we have. Like, Cal Ripken. like, he was he was fine. He was a good baseball player. He won an
0: MVP once. But, like,
1: his thing is he was just there.
0: You just keep showing up, and eventually, people recognize you as the only viable option. (laughs) So, yeah. I mean, like, people people suck cereal's dick all day long. They have, like, 30 episodes. We have have four times that. (laughs) I tried listening to it. Not into Uh, it. Yeah. Oh, great. You have a cool, soothing voice. (laughs) Talk about dicks more. Please well Michael if you've liked this episode or everyone if you've liked this episode uh you can find out more information on our website which has now been scrubbed clean of all incriminated evidence because <laughs> apparently I pointed my coworkers to it um goodbuddymedia uh on that site you can also find out more information you can find out the barest information about our sister show <laughs> longest days of our lives which we are committed to bringing back this month right we're doing yeah it.
1: we're gonna do a couple we're gonna we're gonna bang out some episodes um right before
0: I go to Thailand, because yep.
1: I'm not going to record any from Thailand. I'm sorry. Alright, coward.
0: That's fine. Um, But yeah, you, our sister show, Longest Days of Our Lives, in which Michael and I are a good buddy. Curtis are watching every single episode of the hit show 24. Um, Again, it's happening. People like it for some reason. Um, But yeah, we're going to bring that one back with a vengeance. Um, That does also- blow my
1: mind. It blows my mind, not for two reasons. One, the show's from the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Two, we don't even talk about this show for like an hour of the hour and a half to two hours we were on, we like we we talk about stupid shit like Tom Hanks, but like I love doing it. Don't get me wrong. I love every single second of it. I'm just so flabbergasted that other people like it as well i have
0: I have no argument against that i I again hundred percent with you <laughs> I'm so
1: glad they do though, because like I would still do it if it was just the three of us and we put it out and literally no one else listened to it. Mm-hmm. but the fact that there are other people out there that just it just enhances it.
0: And it's weird that we we don't lean into the show with the engaged audience, but you know what? Here we are. <laughs> it's because we have to wait for the third person. That's Getting such a three good three of the
1: same people on a call at once is like, you know, if you just call somebody up, that's easy. Trying to get a meeting together with more than two people. I mm-hmm. mean, you may as well just, you may as well just fucking die. <laughs> a
0: conference call. <laughs> no Thanks. way.
1: Seven people? <laughs> Fuck that.
0: Maybe, t- maybe next year. I don't know. I've got time and I don't know, Q4. Um, Well, yeah, Michael, how else can people help us out? I think I didn't do half of my spiel. That's fine. You can help
1: us out by finding us on uh, your podcast app of choice. Uh, Putting your big old six-foot frog leg on that subscribe (laughs) button. Um, And uh, please give us a rating. And if you have a few minutes, a review as well. Uh, Thank you to everyone who has given us those wonderful five-star reviews. We agree with you. Uh you can also um contact us on Twitter at tilpcast. Mm-hmm. Um you can send us stories there, you can uh react to when we post things uh you know all the things that you do on Twitter. All your good Twitter antics. All Just the, all the antics. At, you
0: can retweet point them in our direction, yeah.
1: Reply and favorite and all the you know all the good classics that all exist cla- on Twitter. All the
0: good classic Twitter stuff. You know? Except <laughs> Except the Nazi stuff, which I don't think any of our listeners do. I hope oh, they don't.
1: I hope they don't. And if you do, fuck
0: off. Yeah. Um. Heard <laughs> here <you're> first. <laughs> we put <in> my <laughs> tilt guarantee.
1: We hate Nazis. Um. You can also email us at goodbuddymedia@gmail.com. Uh. You know, we check. We check that all the time, right? I think it goes like straight to my regular email. So sometimes I get very confused by the emails that come in, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I was like, "Oh." Mm-hmm yeah the show um but yeah i think i think i nailed it
0: yeah bud yeah we two things that we did very well are spiels um (laughs) yeah michael you know what bud it's been lovely talking with you again love you love you too toodles